This is a Soulfire production. Y'all, I have moved into a new office and studio. My husband is changing career paths with it, which is really exciting over here in the Moore household. Um, but I have, you know, a new look and feel over here. I have a she shed. It's really a she shed. It's pretty fucking dope, but it feels so good. It feels fresh. It feels new in a lot of ways. Um, feels really aligned with the way I feel we're taking up space and expanding and growing on this show inside of my work, inside of my life, and just wanted to share that little update with you. So I have been thinking a lot about this idea of things looking good on paper, and I've been experiencing this um, common thread in many aspects of my life. When Roe went into the hospital in Austin, we were actually down there because we were looking for houses and we were planning to move. Um, and it's not something that we've really shared publicly. Um, but we've toyed with this idea for the last three or so years. Um, you know, Connor lived there for 10 years. I've wanted to live in Austin since I was like 15 years old and I was being recruited by UT for volleyball. And as we've talked about things as our family, you know, has been growing and kids and schools and sports and being near family, we just kept coming back to, well, practically and logistically and on paper, Austin makes sense in every aspect of our lives. Austin makes sense for work. So many of our clients and potential clients and events are all in Austin for Soulfire. Um, we have a team member now in, in Austin. Um, Connor's family is four hours away. We could get, you know, more property bigger house. We really like the schools, the sports, they're incredible. The list goes on and on. Right. And when we were down there, we found this amazing house. We loved it. And then Ro was sick and in the hospital for 10 days. And so it really forced us to reevaluate things. And there was a part of me that felt like, well, maybe we're supposed to be down here. Like all this is happening down here. It really feels like we're supposed to be here. And I kept sitting with it and I kept thinking about it and feeling into it. And after we were there for 10 days, we were driving around town um, the day before we left and we had left the hospital and I was so excited to be out. And you would think that I would feel so much relief and so much excitement. We have this potential house. We have this potential move. We're driving around and I feel my body constricting physically constricting. I felt more uncomfortable driving around Austin than I did with my child in the hospital. And I was like, this is interesting. And I thought, well, maybe I'm just tired. I haven't slept in a week and a half and this has been really stressful and a lot to deal with. And so I just noticed it and I sat with it. And when I got home to Colorado the next day, as soon as we landed, I mean, even before we landed, I felt like damn, I can breathe. Right. <sighs> Even just thinking about it makes me take this deep breath. I felt like this sigh of relief. I felt like, oh, thank God, like I'm home. 
This feels right. This feels good. I feel at peace. I feel like I can breathe. I feel grounded. I feel centered. And I remember when we moved from LA, the feeling I had in Austin was the exact feeling I had in LA. I felt small and constricted and uncomfortable and like I couldn't breathe. And so when Connor got back, I flew back, he had to drive. I looked at him and I said, I can't do this. I can't go there. He's like, why? And I said, it doesn't feel good. And I understand that on paper, Austin checks so many boxes for us or will check so many boxes for us. But right now in my life, in our lives, in Rose's life, this is where we're happy. This is where we can breathe. This is where our people are. This is where we feel so much love. This is where there's just beauty all around us. And there's a sense of peace and groundedness. And so we called it off. We bailed on this house. We didn't end up putting ours on the market. And the moment I made that decision, I felt so much relief in my body and in my heart. And I share this story because what I notice so often with my clients in Soulfire, with my friends, with my one on one clients, women who have been perfectionists or people pleasers or high achievers. We have checklists and we have expectations and we have things that we want to look good on paper and check boxes for us. And we spend a bulk of our lives checking off lists. We make grocery lists, we make to-do lists, we make cleaning lists, we make, you know, God knows how many lists. And I, I love lists. I have, my notes app is full of lists and thoughts and ideas and all the things. And I think that's great. But the approach to needing things to look good on paper or needing things to look good on Instagram to have things outwardly look a certain way to people when internally it's awful. It feels tight. It feels wrong. It feels off. It's like, cool. You're checking off the to-do list. You're getting the gold stars. You're making the money. You look fancy. You seem important. You have what everyone else has. And yet internally, you're falling to pieces. You're crumbling. You hate it. It feels awful. But you keep pushing through. You keep making shit happen. And what I'm offering to you today is a breath. First of all, can you take a breath? Can you step back and realize that just because something looks good on paper doesn't mean it's what is best for you? We have to take a look internally to tap into our knowing and our self-trust and our intuition and say, is this for me truly? Is this for me? Or am I doing things 
so that I look a certain way or have a certain thing or check off a box. Success, check. House, check. Car, check. Relationship, check. Parent, check. I feel like even people who are self-aware are still robotic in certain ways in their lives and feel like they need to fulfill these dreams. What if that's not the dream anymore? I wanted to live in Austin forever since I was 15. I wanted to play volleyball at UT so badly. The only reason I didn't go there is because I didn't want to be away from my family. So I went to USC. It was two hours away. That was a lifelong dream for me. And maybe I will end up in Austin. Maybe in 10 years we are in Texas. I'm not saying never because I've learned not to do that. But what I'm saying is that right now that's not the dream. The dream is here. The joy is here. The pleasure is here. And that's what I feel and know in my body. On paper, yeah, maybe it doesn't make sense to you, to other people. Even to me, I'm like, damn, how do I justify not going when I know XYZ potential? Because I don't fucking want to go. I don't want to be there. It doesn't feel good to me. There are people there now who are saying they're settling and building houses and acting like it's, you know, their place. And I know that that's actually not the truth, but they, they want to check the box of look at us. We bought a house or we built a house or we created this thing or we have this business when in reality, they don't actually want to be there. They're checking off boxes and I don't want to live my life like that. I don't want to do things because other people are doing them, or I don't want to do things because I think I'm supposed to. I've done that version of Kelly. That was, that was old me living up to other people's standards and expectations. Where are you doing that in your life? I'm offering you reprieve. I'm offering you a different way of going about this. You don't have to do it that way. If it doesn't feel good, why are you doing it? We don't ask ourselves that question enough. Yes, being uncomfortable is important. It is how we grow. It is how we evolve. I'm not talking necessarily about discomfort. I'm talking about this doesn't feel good and I don't want to do it and I'm still doing it. It doesn't excite you. It feels shitty, but you're checking off someone else's box. Now, if you are doing the work and you are growing and you are saying, I know that this is going to make me uncomfortable. This is going to cause discomfort. I want this thing. I want more freedom. I want more pleasure. So I'm going to put myself in a state of discomfort and the unknown to expand my capacity to feel pleasure. That is different than doing something to check someone else's box. The feeling in your body is very different in those two scenarios. And we haven't done a good job of discerning between the two. Well, I have a seven figure business and I'm, you know, I have all these team members and people know me for this and I have made a lot of money and I'm special and important. So I need to keep doing this thing when on the inside you hate it and you don't want to do it anymore and you've checked out and it's literally driving you into the ground. But you feel this need and this obligation to be this person that you no longer are, to live a dream that is no longer yours. 
when do you get to say this just isn't my dream anymore? I have a new dream. You don't have to commit to something for the rest of your life, even if it's a marriage. Connor and I specifically got up on that whatever stage and didn't say we commit to each other for the rest of our lives. This is it because we don't believe in that. At this moment, do I hope I spend the rest of my life with this man? Yes. And I felt that way in the day of our wedding. And so did he. But we also realize that people change and evolve. And if we don't want to be together anymore, we're not going to stay committed to a promise and a dream that is no longer relevant and true for us today. We're going to let each other go, no matter how painful that is, because that means the dream has changed. It's evolved. We've grown out of it. We've shifted and we support each other in that evolution. And what I find is that so many people are committed to something that's no longer theirs, but they keep doing it because they think they have to, and they're supposed to. And we need to provide ourselves with permission slips that say, I get to change the dream. I get to commit in a different way. I get to reevaluate my commitments and say, is this actually what I want to do? And yes, it may ruffle feathers and it may be uncomfortable, but guess what? We are constantly evolving. Things are changing, which means we get to shift what matters to us, how we show up in the world, what we're committed to. Just because it looks good on paper doesn't mean it's right for you. And it's not about right or wrong because maybe it's right in five years, but maybe today is not the timing. I believe in divine timing. But we're holding so tight to what's good on paper what we're supposed to do to the boxes we're meant to check in every aspect of our lives. I want to talk about poop. (laughs) Yeah, I do. The reason I want to talk about poop um, is because a lot of people have problems pooping. Maybe that's you. And there's a lot of other, you know, things that our bodies go through. We feel sluggish. We feel like we're not functioning at the level we know we can. We can't identify what it is. And then we have these, you know, physical manifestations of things like constipation and stomach issues and uh, mineral depletion. And this isn't just for people who have had kids. It's on fucking, you know, level 10 after you've had a baby. but. This is for everyone. I've been mineral deficient in some way or another most of my life, which is why I'm so passionate about sharing this shit with you guys. So magnesium is everything. Magnesium allows your body to be in sync. It allows it to work properly. It helps strengthen your muscles. Um, you know, magnesium is stored in your bones, but it makes a difference in every aspect of how your body functions. Most people are extremely deficient in magnesium. And I didn't really understand, you know, the power of magnesium until I realized how badly I needed it. Your body needs magnesium to feel nourished and to feel alive and to function properly. If you're not taking magnesium, you need to fucking get on it. I take the Organifi magnesium 
every day. I take one or two capsules every morning and every night. My poop is so much more regular, um, which really helped because I had some serious issues um, postpartum with the prolapse and you know all the things. I sleep better. I recover better. My workouts are getting intense, let me tell you, because I'm a strong-ass motherfucker mama. And that means that I need help recovering. So Organifi Magnesium, put it in your cart right now. You're going to get 20% off. Go to, uh, where are we going? Organifi.com slash Kelly Moore. That's where we're going. You'll get 20% off. Um, also want to chat with you about sleep. So magnesium helps your sleep. And this is also why I take Zen and Calm from Cured. I have different things I take at night. You've heard me talk about Zen and nightcaps, just Zen, Zen and Calm, Zen and the gummies, um, just the gummies. Some of these products have a little bit of THC. The gummies are specifically microdosed out um, with THC, but there are so many different blends by Cured that help you sleep better. And I am so obsessed with them. And then I also add in the Organifi Magnesium. This helps your body recover at night, especially for those of you who are not sleeping well. One, this will kick your ass into, into bedtime. Like take it an hour before you go to sleep and you're going to sleep. And then you add in the magnesium and your body is able to overnight recover so much better. You will get better sleep. You will get more consistent sleep. You won't wake up as much. You'll be able to go back to sleep faster. Those are all things I've experienced taking the cured, like all the different nighttime options. So if you have not tried Zen and Calm, highly recommend pair it with the Organifi Magnesium. I'm telling you, this will game change. I just had, I just remembered this. One of my followers messaged me. She listens to the show. She finally got, um, she finally started taking magnesium. She was like, Kelly, I started taking the magnesium and then I paired it with the cured Zen and nightcaps. And I've never slept better in my entire fucking life. She's like, I deal with restless, restless leg syndrome and I get cramps in my body. And I truly am blown away at how much better my sleep is. And I'm so glad that you shared this. And I was like, that is why I'm here. So don't take it from me. Take it from one of your fellow listeners. This just this shit works. Uh, use the code Kelly T. You'll get 20% off. Um, just go to the cured website, put everything in your cart. I'm telling you, you cannot go wrong with any of it. There is peace and there is freedom to be had, but we have to let go of the reins and the need to control and the need to check off the lists and the boxes. Throw it away. Start over. What do you actually want? What feels really good to you in your body? It's time to check in with ourselves to take a breath. How much success do you have, but at what sacrifice? How much have you had to sacrifice for your success? And you're checking off lists and boxes at what cost? Is it costing you your peace and your pleasure and your joy and your freedom and the fulfillment that you long for? If it is, if your box checking and your success is costing you all of those things, it's time to reevaluate 
what actually matters to you and what is dictating the choices that you make. Where are you coming from? Through which lens do you view yourself and the world? Because it's time to make a shift with that. If you're coming from a place of fear and feeling like you're not enough, that's not a place to make decisions from. We have to do the inner work and ask the right questions and be really fucking honest and say, what price am I continuing to pay for this success and to feel like I finished my to-do list. There is so much more out there. You don't even have the space or time for it because you're so obsessed with this stuff. You don't need it. You don't need it. If your clothes are suffocating you, your schedule is too tight, If you've got a death grip on life, it's time to have a conversation with yourself and ask yourself why, what is it that you're holding on to? Why are you so obsessed with how shit looks on paper, how things are portrayed on Instagram? It doesn't matter. You're driving yourself into your emptiness. You're driving yourself into your smallness. If you want that breakthrough, you've had like aha moments and awarenesses and knowing and you want that breakthrough that truly like bust through the wall and fucking here, let's go. It's not going to be on a to-do list. Your breakthrough is not a box to check. Will your breakthrough come at a price? Yeah, it'll probably cost you toxic relationships and environments and choices that are no longer yours. But that's a price I'm willing to pay for my breakthrough, for my more. I'm not willing to sacrifice my joy and my pleasure and my freedom and my peace for anything. That's where you have to get in order to bust through. And so many of you are right fucking there and you're so goddamn scared. I'm telling you right now, you don't need to be scared. It's not as fucking hard as you think it is. I promise you, rip the Band-Aid off. Rip it. There's so much more than what you think there is, than what's right in front of you. There's a whole world out there. There's a whole world out there. But you're standing inside a box that is limiting you, that you put yourself in, no matter where you are in your life. whether you've just started doing the work or you've been doing this shit forever. You're listening to this because there's an opportunity for you to get rid of 
the shoulds and the on paper and the supposed tos and really fucking take ownership of how good it can be. You can have it all. You can have a successful business. You can work in a job that you love. You can be a great mom. You can have a hot, sexy relationship with your partner. You can have a body that you care so much about and revere and are in awe of. You can feel really strong and soft. You can fucking go for it and also be in that feminine flow. It requires you letting go of your lists and your need to check things off the way you always have and create space and breath for more. Soul strategy, bitches. It's coming. I had some big thoughts around how I want to facilitate this for you. We won't be checking boxes. I'll tell you that much. Get on the wait list. It's in the show notes. That way you're first to know when this drops. I love you guys. 